Paul's going to keep singing until she falls over, she told me. It's an honor for me tonight to have Nathan Radford here. Nathan is truly a man of God. Got a great family, wife, two beautiful girls, and it's a dedicated family. And to accept the call to leave your family and go to a place like Kenya because there are souls there that Jesus died for. Nathan's a graduate of Cedarville uh, Bible College. Said when he graduated, there was 1,700 enrollment. Now they're up to 3,000. Wow. And uh, Gabe and Whitney Conley are graduates of Cedarville. So Cedarville's graduated some wonderful, wonderful people. And uh, David Jeremiah's graduated Cedarville. So Nathan, I've had him here, I think, every year that he's home on leave. And they're moved to go back in September, I think. Uh, but they love the Lord, love the Lord's work. And Nathan's here to share with us tonight. And we're privileged and honored to introduce to you a man that Pastor Delbert is thoroughly convinced, loves the Lord, and as a man of God. Nathan? Bless you, brother. I hate to have to raise this <laughs> Thank you so much. God bless you. It's an honor to be here. If you don't mind, I'll remove this so you can hear me better. Thank you so much for the privilege to come here. I, I think I've been here pretty much every furlough. I was thinking, um, I actually left for Kenya in 2002, so I'm going on 20 years. So I'm not going to reveal my age. So that's, <laughs> that's hard to believe. I uh, served single for two years. And I actually met my wife online when I was in Tanzania, uh, learning the language of Swahili. So we have a very unique situation of how I came together. Please do pray for Kenya. Kenya is getting ravaged. Uh, right now with the coronavirus, it has a 22% increase in the past two weeks. The capital city of Nairobi is being locked down tomorrow. And there's five counties that you literally cannot leave the county. So it's kind of in lockdown mode. Kids can't go to school. Uh, just a lot of challenges. And it was like that last year when we were trying to come for furlough and now it's rebounded back to the way it was so we can just keep that uh, in your prayers before i get started this evening i'd like to tell you briefly about our display table as you go out the doors there is a book of our ministries if you'd like to look through that book also this is our new prayer card we had this done a couple of months ago this is our family my wife our two daughters uh mckenna and camille mckenna's going to be a teenager next month that's hard to believe our daughter camille is 10 of course my wife carrie this is our mission information. Uh, if anyone would ever feel led to give, we never twist anyone ar anyone's arm. We trust the Lord. We walk by faith, not by sight, and we just trust Him to provide. So if the Lord does burden anyone, or after seeing the video or anything like that, you see our ministry information there. Also, this is a very good gospel tract. Uh, it's called, Have You Heard the Good News? And if you're here tonight, you're not sure of your eternal, uh, your eternal destination, please pick one of these up. Uh, if you're here and you don't, uh, you have friends, neighbors, family who are lost and don't, who don't know the Lord, please pick these up. They're provided to me free. I'm providing them to you free. This is an excellent gospel track. And the mission field certainly uh, isn't just in Africa. There's a mission field right here, right. right in this area. I was in a church here in West Virginia, and I'll never forget it. On the exit, as you walk out, it said you are now entering the mission field. And as we step out tonight, we're entering the mission field right here in Nitro. 
So let's pray for the mission field all over the world and right here in Nitro. And then we'll look at the video and then we'll get into the Word of God this evening. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for this evening. Thank you so much for this opportunity just to hear your word. And I pray for Kenya tonight. I know that Kenya is being hit very hard with Corona, not only Kenya, but Tanzania. Uh, and just for these two countries that you would just provide a peace at this time and these cases would start to reduce and people could go back to normal. And then things would just resume even for flights and visitors and all the logistics. I think tonight as we share from your word about uh, missionary work in Kitali, Kenya, that you would just burden hearts and that we would truly see uh, our, our need to be praying, giving, and going to the mission, wherever that is, whether that's Africa or even right here in Nitro, West Virginia. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'd like us to look at one verse. We're going to get the lights here before we show the DVD. Let's please turn to Mark 16. Mark 16, verse 15. Many verses in the Bible show that our God is a missionary God. Yes. He cares about the peoples of the world. And this is one of my favorite verses. Mark 16, 15. And he said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Amen. Amen. Where are we to go? Everywhere, Amen. all the world. What are we to do? Or what's the work that's ahead of us? Preach the gospel to who? To every creature. Actually, let's just keep going here. Let's go to Isaiah 6 8. Isaiah 6 8, another very famous verse, but I'd like us to see it before we get into the video. Isaiah 6 8. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then said I, here am I, send me. Isn't that wonderful? Here am I, send me. You know, many times our attitude is, is not there he is, send him. That's how I was for many years, even in Bible college. I heard from many missionaries, from many people all over the world, but I never felt that call and that tug on my heart until I went personally. When I did an internship in Nairobi, that's when the Lord really started to work on my heart. And I would encourage you, if the Lord's... Asking you maybe to do a mission strip to do it. Because the Lord will open your eyes to the many needs around the world. One more verse, you don't have to turn there, I'll read it to you. Psalm 96, verse 3. Declare his glory among the heathen, his wonders among all people. All people, everyone, everywhere around the world. So now we're going to see the ministries, and then we're going to see some more verses. If someone can please get the lights. I'll get them. The church would be interested in a copy of the video, I can send it. I'm actually just having it produced. So we have a prison ministry, a hospital ministry, and a church planting discipleship ministry. Sorry, I'll just need to hit the play button here. Kitali is located about eight hours north of Nairobi. Some of the lifestyle from these photos. 
Tower is a small agricultural and farming town located about eight hours' drive from Nairobi, the capital city. The closest big city is Eldoret, Kenya, which has trained many winners of marathon races in the past. Kintala has a diverse history, and as you can see, it is very congested with motorcycles, people walking close to the roads, and those selling goods and vegetables. Before we get into the ministry, please allow me to say a little about the family. Our daughter, McKenna, is now 12 years old, and our second daughter, Camille, is 9. They are well-behaved daughters, and we are thankful to God for them. My wife, Terry, stays busy homeschooling them throughout the school year. Please pray for my wife, as this is a big task, and we ask for wisdom from God for her as she continues to educate our daughters in the years ahead. Now let us discuss the ministries in Kitali. First is the Kitali District Hospital Ministry. My wife, Carrie, has been involved in this ministry for many years. As the Lord provides, she provides gospel tracts in the language of Swahili to the mothers, as well as much-needed supplies, such as blankets, hats, and other clothing as provided. There are so many needs in the hospital ministry, and we do what we can with what God provides. We are so thankful to each one who has prayed for, sacrificially given to, or personally come to see this ministry. May the Lord bless you for your ministering to those in need. Next is the prison ministry. I and Nathan have been involved in this ministry for several years as well. I am currently located at the Annex Prison in Kitali. Annex Prison usually averages between 100 to 150 inmates at any given time. I do my best to evangelize, reach them with the gospel, and disciple them in their faith with the ultimate goal of spiritual growth. Last is the Church Planting and Discipleship Ministry. I and Nathan have been working with a Kenyan man named Mr. Daniel Juma. Mr. Juma has been such a blessing and has really assisted me this past term. He is pictured here with his wife. He allowed me to meet in his house and teach the Bible and has also been a huge blessing with recruiting men to train. Pictured are him along with other students that I have been training this past term. We are currently located in a village called Taito, and my prayer is that many men would be grounded in their faith, discipled solid in their faith, with the ultimate goal of them going out to teach others and start churches in their respective areas and villages. Yeah, um, first of all, I'm Daniel Juma, and uh, I want to testify the fact that uh, God has blessed me with other men, and especially young men, in my village, to have uh, an opportunity to learn from the Bible. And uh, Brother Nathan has been teaching us, and uh, we are just going back to the roots of the Bible, away from the traditional ways of uh, uh, teaching Bible in this country of Kenya. And we are learning a lot of new things. We are, In fact, we are so encouraged, and we are very surprised that uh, the Bible has a lot that we've never even had before. And now we have an opportunity to learn from the Word of God things that we never had before. And we thank God for bringing us a good teacher of the Word of God. Nathan is really leading us into some things that to us they are very new. And uh, it's just taking us back to the roots of the Bible. Yes. And we feel, and personally I feel, we are getting prepared well so that after going through this uh, uh, study and this course, we'll be ready to go and teach other people from our villages to go back to the Bible 
and check out their Christian life and serve God in a better way. Thank you very much. To say the least, coronavirus was a huge challenge this past term and a really effective ministry outreach and efforts for the past several months. Please pray with us that coronavirus will get under control in Kenya and fewer people will be infected. God is in control. We thank the Lord for the opportunities he has provided for us to serve him. Please pray for us as we desire to be faithful and serve where he leads. God does not need us, but we certainly need him. Each of you are such a blessing, and we thank God for you. May God bless you all. Put his hand on my shoulder 
and simply said, but you're not home yet. Isn't that wonderful? We're not home yet. Right. And we need to be faithful. And we have to deserve. And maybe all these other people are getting rewards and all they're due right now, but the Lord will reward us in due time and in his plan. Let's look at Revelation 22. Revelation 22, verse 12. This is a verse that comforts my heart. Revelation 22, verse 12. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give to every man according as his work shall be. He's coming quickly, and his reward is with him. The idea is, do we want to receive a reward from the Lord to hear, well done, good and faithful servant? Listen to these challenging quotes. David Livingston, the famous missionary to Africa, he said, God had only one son, and he made him a missionary. (laughs) That's very true. Hudson Taylor, another very famous missionary. The Great Commission is not an option to be considered. It is a command to be obeyed. Amen. Very true. Challenging quotes. What about the sacrifice missions? Yes, there's a lot of sacrifice, but there's a lot of rewards. Adnair Judson, another very famous missionary, he said this. There is no success without sacrifice. If you succeed without sacrifice, it is because someone has suffered before you. If you sacrifice without success, it is because someone will succeed. Excuse me, it was because someone will succeed after you. <clears throat> so there's always sacrifice. Let's look at Luke 9.62. Excuse me, I'm going to take a drink. Luke 9.62. There's definitely sacrifice in putting God first no matter where you are in his heart. But as we deny self, God will bless us. Luke 9.62. And Jesus said unto him, No man having put his hand to the plow and looking back, is fit for the kingdom of God. Yeah. When we're going out, we got to go wholeheartedly. Don't look back. Yeah. And it's very easy, is it not, to look back? It's very easy to get distracted. It's very easy for Satan to discourage us. But we have to keep looking straight forward and don't look back. When we put our hand to the plow, keep going Amen. for the Lord. Many people want to know how can we pray for you, and I'll just mention a few things. Number one is language language barrier. I, I went to Tanzania and I learned about over 2,000 words and Swahili has over 4,000. It's exhausting. Uh, I learned about 30 words a day for four months and we actually had 14 exams in our school. So it was very challenging and when I got out, I probably do about 70% and I'm still learning it. My uh, teacher, Daniel, on the video, he's my Swahili teacher. He's my tutor. He hands me a Swahili paper. I can get the general gist there's a lot of words that I don't know, so pray for me as I teach in Swahili. Usually after I teach for about an hour in, my head is swimming. I'm exhausted. I just have to de- decompress. Just listen to the differences between the languages. John 3.16 For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. One of the most famous verses. Listen to it now in Swahili. Kwamana mungu alipenda ulimwengu kiasi chakutoa mwanai peke. Ili kila mtu amwaminie asipote bali awe na uzima wa milele. And that's just one verse, so you can just see the challenges of the language. It's exhausting. So pray for me that I will learn the language in a better way. Another challenge is homesickness. Homesickness uh, strikes many families at different times. My wife struggles with it. My daughter struggles with it. I struggle with it. Other families struggle with it. But the Lord provides grace at those times. 
friends. Uh, this has been a huge prayer request. A new family has come to our town that have daughters. Uh, a daughter that is our daughter's age. They're very good friends with her. We're praying they'll be permanent and stay for many years. That's a huge help uh, for your daughters to be happy and to have friends. Cultural fatigue. Driving on the roads is very exhausting. Uh, there's potholes literally all over the roads. The old joke is, how do you know a drunk driver in Africa? Well, he drives straight because you literally have to dodge all the potholes in the roads. It's very difficult to drive. We keep our guardian angel busy. Schooling for our daughters. My wife is trying to figure out homeschooling for high school. Pray for her for that. Medical issues, facilities. One drop of water and you can become sick. I've had amoeba, I've had typhoid, I've had malaria, I've had all the fun things that you can get. I actually had uh, amoeba last year, just a drop of water, and you can be sick very easily. So just daily health. Having faith and trusting God, trusting Him for everything, for, for provision, for leading, for grace, to keep us healthy with our needs, and even in ministry, just all the faith that is needed. The dependency issue, I've shared this before, is the dependency in the minds of the people. Looking to the Lord, not looking to us. Let's look in Psalm 118. Psalm 118, verses 8 and 9. One of the big challenges in Kenya is the dependency issue. To find young men who want to look to the Lord and not the missionary. Um, and the Lord provided this past term. I had some very good students. It was actually my best progress that I've ever made. And Daniel really helped me with recruiting. Let's look in Psalm 118, verse 8. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in man. Then verse 9, it is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Where is our trust? Right. Let's look to the Lord. Right. Let's look to Him. Yeah. Trust Him for every single need that we have. Now that we've heard some of the challenges, I'll briefly discuss the ministries. You saw the prison ministry. The Annex prison has about 150 inmates. The, the uh, chaplains actually allowed me to start showing films in the prison, so I've been able to show evangelistic films. Usually when I show the films, we usually have about 50 inmates. There's a building that our ministry has put up, and uh, the Lord's really blessed with that. We also have a, or I have a firm foundations course that gets them grounded in their faith. Also, I've done Christmas projects where we give gospel tracts to every prisoner, and they receive needed supplies. Hebrews 13.3 says, Remember them that are in bonds as bound with them, and them which suffer adversity as being yourselves also in the body. That key word, remember. Yeah. Remember them that are in bonds. One of the key things they say is they feel forgotten. Their families don't visit them. Their wives don't visit them. They're lonely. So this is a ministry to, to outreach to them. <clears throat> and the Lord's really blessed in that area. The hospital ministry. My wife's done this ministry for many years. There's many mothers. Um, any supplies that are donated are given. She provides this to them. We give them John Romans in Swahili. We've given them gospel tracts in Swahili. The babies also get much-needed supplies. Psalm 82, 3-4 says, Defend the poor and fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy and rid them out of the hand of the wicked. We see a lot of injustice. There's a lot of injustice. So we're trying the best we can to reach out to the poor and to the fatherless. The last ministry is a church planning discipleship ministry. If we could please turn to 2 Timothy. We're almost finished. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 2. I usually don't speak very long. It's like the two people who got after the service, and the one guy said, Pastor Smith preaches up a storm. And the other guy said, he sure has the wind to do it. Well, uh, I'm going to keep us out of here in good time. I'm going to go just a few more minutes, and we'll be done. 2 Timothy 2.2. 2. 
And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commend thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. The key, the key idea I think here is faithful men who shall do what? Be able to teach others also. What am I looking for in the men that I'm training in my students? First, a desire for the word of God. A strong desire for the word of God. First Peter 2.2 says, As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word that ye may grow thereby. Isn't it wonderful when we have that desire yeah. to hear from God? I don't believe anyone will grow in their faith without the desire for it. Right. And as we have that desire for it, we'll grow, we'll learn, we'll study, we'll become disciples, and then we'll reach others. Number two, a hunger for the word. Come hungry. Not to hear from me, but to hear from God. Matthew 4, 4. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. It's very different when we come hungry, is it not? We want to be spiritually fed. Come hungry. Third, a sincere desire to follow Jesus. John 8, 12. Then spake Jesus unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. This desire to follow. Fourth, a servant spirit. Matthew twenty three eleven. But he that is greatest among you shall be your servants. We get that backwards, do we not? As we look out in the world, what's the word tell us? He that is greatest shall be your servant. D.L. Moody said, The measure of a man is not how many servants he has, but how many men he serves. Yeah. A lot of truth in that. Lastly, a great love for people. A great love for people. John 13, 34 to 35. A new commandment I give unto you, that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples, if ye have love one to another. If I can find students with these qualities, I believe that, that the Lord will lead me to those men by faith, and that they'll go out and start groups and Lord willing churches down the road. But we can have all these plans, but they have to be bathed in prayer. How true. Bathed in prayer from start to finish. Exactly. D.L. Moody said, Every great movement of God can be traced to a kneeling figure. Amen. Isn't that wonderful? Every great movement of God can be traced to a kneeling figure. How we need to pray. Spurgeon said this, Charles Spurgeon, If you believe in prayer at all, expect God to hear you. If you do not expect, you will not have. God will not hear unless you believe he will hear you. But if you believe he will, he will be as good as your faith. Isn't that wonderful? As we pray in faith, he'll be as good as our faith. <clears throat> Lastly, how can you pray for us? I'll just mention a few things. Health, as I've already shared. A fever in Africa can mean so many different things. You kind of have to be your own doctor. So many times my wife is get on, gets on the internet, gets on WebMD, and a fever can be 10 different things over there. It's very challenging. The health issues there, just so we would stay healthy. Relationally with friends and other missionaries, homesickness, I've mentioned that. A big prayer request in closing is for fruit, and fruit that will remain Fruit that will remain. In 1 Corinthians 3, 6, Paul says, I have planted Apollos water, but God gave the increase. Right. Yeah. We can plant and we can water, but at the end, it's God who gives the increase. How can you pray for us, for the men that I'm training, for spiritual fruit, for my wife and all the challenges she faces, for safety, for friends, for both us and our daughters, for cultural fatigue? That we would be refreshed, not burned out. As I mentioned before, <clears throat> financial support. We lost some of our funding last term, so people 
passed away and there's always attrition, so I always try to raise funding every time we're home. We're trusting the Lord, so if the Lord uh, would burden you to help us in any way, that would be appreciated, but we always leave that with the Lord. Hudson Taylor said, God's work done in God's way will never lack God's supply. Amen. God's work done in God's way will never lack God's supply. Wow. If you do His work His way, you'll have His supply. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Amen. And as we do it in faith, and as you do it in faith, He'll provide all your needs. In closing, Psalm 62, 7 to 8. And God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Now notice verse 8. Trust in Him at all times, ye people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 Faithful is He that calleth you, who also will do it. Not only will will He call, He'll do it. He'll perform it. He'll do it. Thank you for allowing me this time to share about God's work in Kitali. It's all His work. We just try to find where He's working and join Him. In closing, I just want to challenge you to use your time and opportunities to be used wherever that is and to use opportunities wisely for his kingdom. Let's turn to Ephesians 5 5, in closing before we pray this evening. Ephesians 5. Very famous verse we'll see here. Ephesians 5.16 Redeeming the time because the days are evil. And the verse 17 Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Mm-hmm. Now, keying on verse 16, redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Time is precious. Right. It's a gift. The time we have today will never get back. How true. It's gone forever. Yeah. I'll never forget the statement someone made. They said, today is a gift. That is why they call it the present. Yeah. Isn't that true? Right. It is. It's a gift. Yeah. It's a gift from God. Make the best use of the time that God gives you. Be a good steward of the time and opportunities. Schedule your day and priorities to that which is important to the kingdom of God. Someone said, either you run the day or the day runs you. Isn't that very true? How we need to get up in the morning and prioritize that which is important. How about our time and service to God? Are we too busy to serve Him and others? Let us remember the famous saying, only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Let's close in prayer this evening. Lord, thank you for this time around your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for all the verses we read tonight. Isaiah 6, 8, here am I, send me. We also saw uh, so many verses. Mark 16, 15, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. So many ways that we've seen how you care for the peoples of the world. And I pray for someone here tonight that you're working on their heart, maybe in regards to uh, getting involved just in this mission field right here in Nitro, or through a ministry of the church, that they would be obedient and respond at this time of invitation to your call and submit to their leading in your life. There's someone here tonight that doesn't know the Lord as personal Savior. I pray that tonight they would be their time of salvation. They'd pick up the gospel tracts or talk to the pastors here, and that we could just show them the, the words of life so that they can be sure that they are on their way to heaven. However you're working, we pray that we would be responsive. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Nathan, can I ask you a question real quick? We've got a couple of minutes. One question. Uh, like, as far as the locals go, is there resistance to the gospel, like from the government or from the natives? It, it depends on where you are. Um, there are certain areas that are very 
open, and there's other areas that more are more closed. But we actually know of missionaries who are going to the closed areas, and they're trying to reach those areas. Where we are, fortunately, in Italy, it is very open. Okay, very no good. one has ever had uh, threatened persecution or... Now, that might change. Right. You never know, but right. so far, we're blessed. And secondly, uh, how is the church services there? Are they? How's the worship of those type... I mean, are they... They are. They can become uh, very long. Some services can go about two hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they are. Many services are very emotional. Yeah. And uh, there's a lot of music and drums and some services we can hear services that are even in our house. It's <laughs> very loud. Yeah. Um, typically, if I'm training someone and if they want to do the instruments and all that, they have to provide that themselves. Uh, we tell them that that's as the Lord provides for you. Typically what we've seen is we even had a church that we lived next to where that somebody came in and stole the instruments out oh. of the church. So just the, the pray that that's actually a very good question. The Lord would keep the doors open yeah. because uh, we don't know. We just serve day by day yeah. and we trust them day by day. Yeah. But so far, even in the prison, they've been very open, very receptive, allowing me even to show the Jesus film in Swahili in their language. Wow. I actually had another video sent to me through a ministry in New Mexico this week. About a two-hour video on the life of Christ. I'm looking forward to showing that to the prisoners as well. So we're thankful for the Lord's provision. Amen. Anyone else have a question? Thank you, Nathan. Thank you. I just feel like.